Hello and welcome to the podcast. This is Shannon, your beer mistress. This is Ian. And I'm Jason. Welcome to the Micro Brew Review. Wait, I thought you were the professor. I've been let on. Oh, he is the professor. Sometimes he doesn't even say his name anymore. He just... Sometimes I just say the professor. But Jordy also called him out on it because he got a bunch of facts wrong in the episode that she was guest starring on. Whatever. She said, what are you the professor of exactly? Drinking. <laughs> <laughs> So we are kicking it old school today. It has been, oh my goodness, two months since we've all been together. Since the holiday podcast? Yeah, I think so. Wow. Yeah. I wore antlers that time. You sure did. I think you should wear antlers every time. That's okay. <laughs> uh, for your birthday, I'll get you something else ridiculous to put on your head. It'll be great. That sounds like a good birthday. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you this to make you look stupid on your birthday. So today, Jason is back for his triumphant return because we are reviewing his favorite beer. Yes. Have you had it this year? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've had several. Yes. Uh, last year, I dropped the ball. I was not a good... It was tough. I feel like last year was harder than this year to get it. Well, but um, when were you gone last year? Mid... Mid-February yeah. to mid-March. I did not remember that it was hop slam season until maybe the beginning of March, whereas I got on the ball a little earlier this year. I'd never even really heard of it, to be honest, last year. So you were running like, around the, Philly looking for This is the first time it? looking for like a beer that I didn't really even know about. Um, I mean, since then, I've heard how legendary it is, and... You know, all the laughter I got, all the laughter I got when asking people, like, oh, you got any hop slam? Everyone laughed at me. Um, but, like, to that point, like, Mad Elf was the beer that I knew was, like, the crazy one to get. Um, so. And this year, that was this everywhere. This year, it was easy. I mean, seven cases Case later. Right. I still don't think it was easy. We had a hard time finding it when we first went looking for it. Yes, the difference, I think, is that Trogues now knows how in demand... Mad Elf and they have is. a much larger facility now. Yes, and so they've been pumping it out, whereas Bell's sort of really enjoys the fact... There were a few euphemisms I almost threw out there, but I decided to be appropriate. Uh, Bell's really enjoys the fact that Hop Slam is so in demand, and they have not seemed to up their production. Uh, they let it be. Because when places sell out, I have asked them, oh, well, do you get another shipment? And it's like, no, we got it delivered on this one day. We only got two cases, and that's that. Like, they're, wait till next year. Yeah, even the big, like, the places that have great relationships with them and anything, they just, it's like, you get what you get, and that's it. I think you're going to like they make one batch, and they, they just ship it out. I mean, I had it. I had it at, uh, at the Lovely Tria recently. It was even bought for me from a customer who I struck a little conversation with. Nice. And was it in a bottle, though? No. Oh, God. Wow, I had it on tap. It's been three years, I think, since we found it on tap. This is one that got me into craft beer, though. Yes. Hop Slam. We had it at Quotations and Media. So you, like, just happened to accidentally stumble in there on a great day. And they, had, yeah, they had... You yeah. know what it was? It was our It really was luck, I guess, huh? We had taken four days off. We were going to go someplace and... I had to work like one day in the middle, so I couldn't, really you know. So instead, we decided we're just going to, you know, go to some of our favorite restaurants, go see a show, all this other stuff. So it was a random like Tuesday in April, and they had just done, Bell's had just done a tap takeover the night before. So we got all of the leftovers, and they had a, probably half a keg of Hop Slam still on. And uh, I'm impressed there was anything left over. <laughs> well, but there's enough. Have you been to Quotations? I think no, I've offered to know. take you a few times, but it's right next to Pinocchio, so you never make it past Pinocchio. That's the point. 
Um, I just remember, yeah, you looking at me, handing me the keys and saying, yep, you're driving because I'm having enough. <laughs> I'm having a bunch of these. <laughs> it's the floral. I just love that citrus floral uh, taste to it. It's, well, hopsy, I guess. Uh, well, but there's what we've been learning is there's so many different kinds of hops that even if you say, oh, yes, I like IPAs or, oh, yes, I like hoppy beers, it depends on what you're tasting. Like we did the hop wallop the other week and there was nothing floral about it. Right. Um, whereas the Lagunita Sucks had a fantastic, like, grapefruit pithiness on the nose. It was great. All right, I just beer geeked out. That's enough of that. Well, that's all right. I think we all agree. Um, this being only my second time having had this, I still think it's really quite nice. Mmm, I like it. I haven't had, I had half of a bottle the first night we brought some home. That was the only time I've had it so far, so. I've had pretty much one a day. <laughs> sort of my steady stream of pop well, slam. Good for you for rationing yourself. I feel like I'd sit down and be like, oh, I guess I'll have one. And then after the first one, I'd be like, clearly I'd like another. <laughs> <laughs> it could be that I can only take probably one at a time. Because, uh, yeah, don't take that out of context. That's what she said. <laughs> uh, no, it's just too... practice. There's a lot... Of, yeah. <laughs> I have not uh, I have not been drinking quite as much recently, so this... It, it'll, it can put you on your ass. I'm going to blame... It's called Slam, after all, and the guy's laying on his back on the front of the bottle. Um, I'm going to blame the fact that you're getting so skinny and you don't eat enough, so you have nothing left to absorb the beer. Anymore Myself, cooking. on the other hand, I've only put on weight and uh, got lots of, of absorption. He's like, I'm champion now. <laughs> You're like the alcohol version of man versus food. <laughs> I bet I could drink this whole keg. <laughs> Who's the guy that, no reservations? Uh, the Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. He's got that show Layover, too. Yes. We were watching that the other night, and it's, it's pretty much just a show about him drinking. It's in like, different well, you got cities. four hours here. Which bar do you want to go to? Yeah, that exactly. awesome. And he gets paid to do that? Yes. Oh. But he gets very drunk. Guys, we missed the boat. And kind of embarrassing. I really? think. Is it, is he kind really? of embarrasses himself, yeah. What kind of stuff does he do? He, he goes to bars and he drinks. So right, but really, seriously, not, no, there really isn't that much else. But drinking's not embarrassing. What does he does do? Does he become, like, does oh, he become oh, oh. Like, visibly drunk? Is yeah, and, and he can be a little bit belligerent, kind of that stereotypical American... You know, He's arrogant. Never been known for being a gentle personality. No. See, I think I'm a really good drunk because I just like get mellower. Like I just get quieter for the most part, and I'll sit and order another one. Well, you're pretty outgoing when you're baseline, so maybe it's better that you choose quiet over more yeah. boisterous. Well, I don't know that it's a choice. I think it's just people dif different people react differently when they get drunk. I tend to get more withdrawn. I think introspection is important. Yeah. I like to observe. We should have a podcast about that, about the different effects of beer and how, or alcohol, I guess, overall, how people respond to it. I will do that. I think on that'd one be interesting. <laughs> I will do that when we have collected ten stories or vignettes from listeners about how they respond. Okay. Just because we can sit here and talk all day about the three of us, but I, that I think would be a very short podcast. But, you know, a nice little paragraph about, oh, well, when I was in college, I used to get, you know, wild and crazy. But now that I hit 30, I found that... Get hangovers much easier. <laughs> right. I drink alone in my basement until later I'm crying, you know, because I hate my job or whatever. Okay. That's depressing. I was so much better in college. <laughs> I just fall asleep 
Yeah, you're awful. Yeah, I just fall asleep. There was one day where he had two mad elves in an hour, I think, and then spent the next six hours passed out on the couch. Sounds great, depending on what you had planned for that day. (laughs) (laughs) Right, if the answer was work, they were in trouble. Yeah. Of course, if you were drinking mad mad elves the hour before you had to go to work is also (laughs) probably not the smartest, uh, smartest idea. We do want to say that now that Jason is back, we very clearly have another round of trivia planned. Yes, I come bearing trivia. I'm Which so I created this it. time. These are not things <laughs> that I found on the internet. These are, these Legit are trivial, trivial questions. Right. Well, they, they, I mean, the information is found on the internet, but Max likes. They're to all about bells. Clearious, clearly, everything you hear on the internet is true. It is. I read it on the internet. Which that is, is still a good commercial. I do like that commercial of the girl dating the French model. Yeah. Yeah. A girl dating a French model. Yeah, but he shows up and he's wearing like a vest and he's very like not attractive and. Brad Paisley's got a song called Online. I don't know who that is. Oh. Brad Paisley? Really? Yeah. It's a country artist. Oh, I'm not shocked. I don't know who that is then. Well, but the chorus is, you know, I come home from working at the pizza joint. I go into the basement while my mom makes me dinner and I sign in online and I lose 30 pounds and I get five years younger and my acne clears up and you should see my online persona. That's really who I am. You know, it's like, I'm so much cooler online, is actually the tagline. I'm big in Europe. You're big in Europe? Yeah, there's a t-shirt that says that. Oh. <laughs> I pulled really well with my mom. <laughs> she She's your number two fan. <laughs> I know. Okay. You looked at me like you were so hurt that I said I was it. confused for a moment, but then I figured it out. <laughs> okay. I was trying to give a compliment. Sheesh. I'll take it. <laughs> I think you're pretty swell, Jason. Thanks. So when are we doing? When when can we do the? Uh, you want to do trivia now? Start don't with trivia? We don't have to start with trivia. We can do trivia later. We talked later. about this though. We wondered if we. S- There's put- like a drunk point, where trivia is perfect, where we've had just enough to drink that. The answers are flowing freely. Right, and then there's that point just past that where it's just kind of like I don't feel like thinking now. So we wondered if we would be any better at trivia if we put it earlier in the episode. Because so, so often silly. we do it in like the last 15 minutes. And right. Yeah. So how about 10 minutes from now we do trivia? 10 minutes. I will start the I'll stopwatch. We will ration our it's sips fake. accordingly. It's a fake stopwatch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We only have, I have to save this, don't I? I'm not going to save it. There's, there's more in the fridge. It's amazing how that works. It's really far away. <laughs> we have a whole beer. Uh, have you talked about the beer shower? Oh, yeah. Well, yes, but when I first started talking about it and I was so proud of it, it was not nearly as impressive as it is now. I think it has tripled since then. It's, it's a good-looking shower, i got to say. It's certainly not a place where you could actually wash yourself. And like, to do it <laughs> no, with, I was thinking that this beer. morning. You could actually create a fort and hide back there, though. That's like if somebody was coming through and searching your house, you yeah. could build a little fort of beer. And hide behind it. <laughs> and you would be nutritionally stocked. Yeah, like if they like, and, kept and you safe. in the house, it could be like your uh, your panic room. Yeah. It, well, it is. Full of nutrition. I think the one room in the house that has no windows, it's in the basement. And, you know, the shower walls are supposed to be very safe in case of an emergency. So all things considered. I mean, you're, you've introduced a lot of glass. Glass to the situation. <laughs> to the, to the well, situation. Cans there, too. Right. Do we have cans in there? Tenfitty. Tenfitty. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I did not know that. You might want to take my credit card. I really shouldn't buy any more beer for a little while. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I can say that to you because you've bought ammo lately, so it's fair, but... That's yeah. true. Way too much with all the shortage and everything going on. It's... I was actually... Eh, never mind. It's a dumb story. Oh, well, now we're hooked. Go okay. On. Now, now I have to finish it. Um, so I was thinking when you guys were talking about how difficult it was to find Mad Elf and Hop Slam and all that, um, it's kind of similar to the gun situation right now, that it's remarkably difficult to find ammunition and or any sort of assault rifle anywhere. It's just because everyone bought up all the product, basically. Yeah, because it's going away soon. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I but I didn't want to sound like a gun like nut. Twenty-four hours. I feel like gun companies should be in favor of these things because every time they happen, it's like, oh, big deal, big deal, and everyone goes out and buys it, and then nothing happens, and then like a year later, somebody else gets shot, and they're like, oh, and then everyone buys everything. If it's true. Else, one's going out there and shooting them. Even if the I shouldn't say things like that. <laughs> <laughs> even if the availability of the weapons is less. The price has been drawn, like driven up so much that they're yeah. probably making about the same. Amount. Well, ammo was uh, between ten and fifteen dollars a box, and it's now up to over twenty-two dollars a box. Same exact fifty rounds per box. It's anyway. It's, it's not a. It's not a firearms podcast, but. Uh, well, and it wasn't a bad story. It was a, a very legitimate point. There is actually, I heard an, uh, on NPR, I think it was, uh, probably a year and a half ago. I don't believe it. Yeah, I listen to the radio every once in a while. Um, but Not Brad had... Paisley, apparently. <laughs> no, don't do that. Um, they were interviewing somebody who has a magazine, and it was called Guns and Gardens. And it was like a southern lifestyle magazine. Uh, and the thing that hooked me is they had all these awesome cocktail recipes as well. But the idea was like, you can be... It's like, you don't need to just be like, I like guns and hunting and killing stuff. It's like, you can actually be... You can be a refined person who also enjoys guns also a nice cocktail, and has a beautiful home. <laughs> I was like, that's awesome. Part of me wanted to subscribe. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have a gun or any place I've for a garden. I've always been interested in owning a gun, or at least learning how to shoot one, though. Um, I think it's something that the actor in me with the stage combat would like to learn and be more comfortable around, and with the impending zombie apocalypse, it's better if I don't have to learn on the fly. I can just yeah. to pick up a gun. You really... You don't want a bow and arrow as your only weapon of, you know, or See, a sword. See, but it works in Walking Dead. Who Who is the character? They have such, everyone there is a crack shot. Yeah, isn't that amazing? Unless, except when it counts. <laughs> well, and it's also interesting to know, like, if you ever watch them pull the trigger, the gun doesn't react at all. There's it's no just, recoil. they just added a muzzle flash da, da, effect. Da, 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 da. Right. There's no recoil. There's, the slide doesn't rack back or anything like that. But who's the character that uses the bow and arrow all the time? Daryl. Daryl. He's awesome. Badass of them all. Yeah. So I love the times where he gets up close with the arrow. He's like, he doesn't have time to reload, so he just takes an arrow and he just like stabs it through he's, the forehead. He's like Legolas. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, manlier. Yeah. By a lot. Way, way cool. Less frosted tips. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I can't weigh in on Walking Dead conversations. I made it pretty well through the first two seasons, and now it's just stressful. Very stressful. Ever since the big surprises of this season, which I won't go into for spoiler reasons, but ever since some of the surprises from this season, you've been, you've I'm, been out of it. Yeah. You do not want to. I don't deal well with it's surprises. Too stressful. Let's call it like we see it. Zombies are surprising. Yes, I can see that. We just watched an episode of Big Bang Theory called Spoiler Alert. They yeah. gave so many spo- They gave like three major Harry Potter spoilers. They gave one of the serious Walking Dead spoilers from this season. And they just, like, say them deadpan. And it w- I saw 
a great post from a friend of mine on Facebook that was basically like, rules for spoilers. It's like, if the show happened last night, don't talk about it for a week. Right. If you haven't caught up in a week, shut up. It's your own darn fault. <laughs> yeah. No, that makes sense. See, but I don't feel like a TV show should do it. I think if you're talking to friends or something like that, but there are lots of people that go back and wait for the season to be over and then watch it all at once. Because they don't want to Yeah, but don't expect to be sit surprised then. That's like, oh, I taped the Super Bowl last night. Don't tell me who won. I still don't know the end of Lost, but I didn't watch the beginning of Lost, so yeah, I so don't, don't care. care. Well, we saw the first episode. It's just we it couldn't so go. It was so awful. Yeah, we were not into it after that. I know. Someone's going to write me bad things now because I just said Lost was I'm just going to mail you a bullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Nerf dart. That's totally awesome. Challenge accepted. <laughs> I'd love to see that get sent, returned through the postal service. I'm sorry, we don't send weapons. Here's your Nerf dart back. <laughs> Amazing. Is there any liquids, drugs, or firearms in here? No. <laughs> Sir, what is this? It's a Nerf dart. <laughs> I love when you have to think about that. That it always makes me nervous at the airport when the person in front of me getting the questionnaire from the airline has trouble answering the questions. You know, have I feel you, like everyone has trouble answering those questions, though. Have you loaded, you know, who packed your bags? Have they been out of your sights? Is there anything that could be considered a weapon I feel, I feel like everyone wants to be helpful, so they're like, well, I packed my, I packed my bag, right? Yeah, 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 I packed my bag. See, but that's a dumb question. The whole, is there anything in your bag that could be used as a weapon? Because like, you know probably. those guys that live over, you know, overseas and go several tours and all that. They could use pretty much anything. I'm pretty sure I could kill someone with a pair of pants. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Easy. Like, easily. So it's like, yes. And not just because there. they're, you know, bright purple and have horrible fashion sets, right? Right. Okay. I don't have any bright purple pants. You do have just bright socks. pink socks on, <laughs> yes. But they match the tie. So. I like them. I wore them because they match the tie. I like them, too. I'm not going to lie. I would be, I would be okay with wearing other colored socks. Mostly, I wear black or gray, but I kind of enjoy these. I wear black socks until they become gray. Usually, it's true. <laughs> I need to uh, not do that as much as I do. But uh, yeah. Well, he and Max went on a rant once about men's dress socks and how they're so thin that they just don't withstand. I put holes in them like every other week. It's a pain, and like it's not like I have pointy nails. <laughs> He gets regular pedicures, it's fine. I do. My good friend Dory. So I'm going to jump off of pedicures and <laughs> onto Bell's beers, if we're okay with that. So it's actually something that I was really surprised. So uh, Hopslam being the first beer that got me into craft beers, I was kind of expecting all of Bell's uh, uh, different uh, varietals. It I'm works not... for wine, it can work for beer, go sure. with it. Um, all of their different specialties to be of the same caliber and i really found that not to be the case i think the only other bells i really truly enjoy is the two-hearted which is basically like the weak hop slam i think it is in a lot of ways it's like their their everyday hop slam well a little bit of background bells is out of michigan uh the hop slam is 10 percent. they're the two things we always touch on uh, i think it is rated somewhere between 98 and 100 on beer advocate it, depends on i think the time of year and how much of yeah i didn't enjoy last year's as much and even though we worked so hard to get our hands on five measly bottles um i expected to there's always that time where there's a beer that changed your life you know in terms of your beer perceptions and then you have it once and don't like it as much as you remember and you start to question but 
It's different every year. Mm-hmm. Um, also, your tastes evolve and change. The Two-Hearted mm. is available year-round, which is nice. And it's a lower ABV, so it's a, and a lot more approachable. And it's not quite as hop-forward. It's still hopsy. It's still good. It's still very popular, and it's also got a high rating. I don't mind the Expedition Stout. I don't seek it out. That's true. I do like their Expedition Stout a lot, actually. But, you know, depending on where I am and what's on the menu, I would totally order that. They have the Java Stout, right? They have a Java and yes. a Cherry Stout, They have I a Chicory Stout. Maybe that's what I'm oh, thinking. Oh, you might be right. I, I just know that my first... Cherry. I got a lot of flack for blogging and always saying nice things. Don't look up their beers. It's important <laughs> for later that you don't I'm look up do their that. beers. <laughs> oh, by the way, we're 10 minutes later. Okay. My stopwatch. I'm, we don't need to Finish your stop story thing. and then we'll... we'll but I'm... Someone want to tell me how my story started? Because I already forget. Uh, we're talking about Expedition Stout. Was oh, that's yeah. right. My my first blog that was about, it was called a bad beer posting. And because I felt bad saying not nice things about beer, I combined several into one. Uh, I It was actually over about a week. I went to a couple different bars in, I think, three different states and ended up just, I was striking out no matter what I ordered. I did not like it. Um, and so I saved the bottles. You know, that's the thing about being a girl. I just, you know, rinse out the bottle in the bathroom, shove it in my purse, and get to take it home and take photos for the website. But one of them was Bell's. Um, and it was when I, I think it was their cream ale. Okay. Um, there was just nothing about it. Actually, Jason ordered it at TJ's after a show one night. I was uh, doing a show out on the main line. And he was so excited because he knew he loved Hop Slam. And lo and behold, he was like, what is this? This is... Disappointing like all over the place. Yeah. yeah. Well, I feel like overall we're fairly positive on our podcast as well about most of the beers we drink. Uh, but oftentimes we're drinking beers that we've had out at a bar somewhere and we wanted to kind of talk about them. Uh, but every once in a while we'll try something new that's just really not that good. I think we all kind of agreed the Victory Hop Wallop was mediocre at best. And we were a little disappointed in the Firestone last week. Yeah, and all f- I've had the other two since you left and uh, they were... None of them blew my mind. You right. know, none of them were the Union Jack or... Parabola. The Parabola or anything like that. And that's fine. You know, they do some beers very well. And then they have this whole mixed case of beer that's, yeah, I can do without. Don't need to buy it again. Yeah. And I, I love that. Something. And we learned four different kinds of beers that we don't need to buy again. <laughs> it's which true. is great with the purchase of one case of beer. Right. And I'll still be able to unload that case of beer. I'll still, you know, drink at it and give it out to friends and stuff, but... Is this just a variety pack y'all did last week? Yeah, it was a mixed pack of Firestone Walker, which we've had very positive uh, interactions with in the past. But they had these four. There was a pale ale. There was a, a stout. It was four that I'd never heard of before. Which One was just called 805. Yes. Like and the other one at the Merlin name? That was a stout. Oh, The okay. oatmeal stout, the Velvet Merlin. Um, and they were just all okay. None of them were terrible. But. See, but I really appreciate it when a brewery does that, when they put a variety pack together. And this was the first time they had done it. And even when I went to the beer store and saw it and asked about it, they're like, oh, yeah, we just got that in. Firestone's never offered it before. Yeah. And they only had one case. And I said, well, yeah, I'll take it because I know I like Firestone. It's an above average case, like mixed sure. case of beer. But there's not a whole lot about it that would ever make me buy Nothing it again. very exciting about it. If I were going to a party or, you know, there was a reason that I needed several different styles and low ABVs. Right. I think everything was under six, which maybe yeah, that's why the, we were so grumpy about stout. it. Yeah, but we've talked in the past, like, ABV has nothing to do with flavor. 
shouldn't um, have anything to do with it. It shouldn't, but oftentimes, I mean, we like the higher ABVs, and it's not because they get us drunk, it's because they tend to be better beers, in my professorial opinion. Jason? <laughs> yes? Insert happy harp sound here. Trivia time. Okay, so uh, this is beer trivia that I created uh, based off of Bell's website. So these are all Bell-related in some way, shape, or form. Um, or at least can be tied back to Bell in some way. Are we ringing in or just shouting out? Uh, let's just shout out. This is going to be a little bit different than a normal trivia. We're going to go through uh, uh, questions a little bit differently. So we're only going to have 30 seconds to answer each question. Um, well, quiet time, you don't have to edit out now. But you can both get it right. Okay. Okay. So you can both get the points for that are one. Multiple choice. They are multiple choice. Excellent. Every oh, single. Oh man, he has totally made this accessible I love for us. Multiple <laughs> choice, because there's always such a realm of possibility outside of multiple choice. Uh, with the exception of the first question, which is going to be a little bit, uh, a little bit different. All right. Um, this is based off of uh, some trivia games that I've been playing recently. So the first question is, is it a Bell's beer, or a city in Canada? <laughs> it's a place in Canada, really. I don't necessarily know that they're all cities, okay? So, uh, there's one little special thing to keep in mind here. If it had the name of uh, the type of beer after it, I took that out. So, if it's sure. something, 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 ale, uh, I kept the something, 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 and I left out the ale because that kind of gives it no, away. that's Lagunitas. That's so, not that's Bells. It's a place in Canada. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, I took every... off of Based off of their website, I took... From their specialty, their regular, and their seasonal. So, okay. and there's actually a pretty wide range of, of uh, interesting things in there. Ian Excellent. almost needs a refill. What if uh, you started asking me trivia questions while he went Sounds to get more like beer? Sounds like a terrible idea. Nice try, though. <laughs> okay, so you, um, there's no time limit on this one, really, but you surely should be taking minutes to discuss it because you don't need to. So, number one, Adenac. Canada. Here. It is. Canada. Woo! Shannon gets a point for that. It's actually Canada spelled backwards. It's the city. Oh, Adenac. you sneaky bugger. Yeah. It actually is a city, though. Uh, Les Batures. Canada. Beer. It is beer. They have three um, French-inspired beers. Oh, we'll see if, if we had left uh, that. Yeah, well, that's why. with Canada. Not all of Canada is A. It's a lot of French Canada. Yeah, that's why I picked Canada. Yeah, that's why I picked beer. Cranberry Portage. Canada. Beer? It is Canada. Yes. Too weird. <laughs> Bacon Ridge. Beer. Canada. It's probably Canada. Canada. <laughs> Porter. Canada. Beer? Beer. Yeah. <laughs> I did that one to be tricky. <laughs> it but they really do have one that's just porter, called Porter. porter. <laughs> Lawn. Lawn? Lawn. L-A-W-N. Mm-hmm. Beer. Beer. It is Canada. Oh, we're so bad at this. Dogfish has a lawnmower ale. That That's why I put I it in there, because yeah. I've heard of that Beer. one. Beer. Yeah. Third Coast. Beer. Canada. It is beer. This is, you're making it really easy for me to write down these scores. <laughs> Roundhouse. Beer. Beer. That is the beer. It's an ale, Ian I think. and Shannon. I will say that I don't recognize any of these as being Bell's beers. Except, yeah, you're just playing by the, yeah. Eccentric. Beer. Canada. It is beer. Nippers Harbor. Canada. 
Yes, Canada. You both got it. That was a great name, though. I want to live there. Nippers Harbor. Probably cold. <laughs> probably awful. Uh, so at the end of that one, Shannon, you ended up with one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. <gasps> Ian, you got one, two, three, four, Less five. Less seven. Yes. Good job. I like that one. I just think it's a little different. Uh, it's hard, actually. I know zero well, about Canada. Canada. Okay, question number two. So you have about 30 seconds to answer this one. Uh, this is a competition. So you can confer, but just realize you're giving the other person points. Yeah. If you visit Bell's to taste some of their specialty beers, enjoy them while you're there because the company does not fill or sell growlers. If they were to fill a standard growler, how many quarts of Bell's beer would you take home? Two, 16, 32, or 64? 64. Standard growler? Mm-hmm. Two. The answer is two. It's 64 ounces, <laughs> which is, is two quarts. Ounces. It was a trick. Six, There's a little, little math thing in there. I just kidding? remember seeing 64 in the, for the growlers. I yes, like how it's ounces. you complained that your growler didn't fit in your fridge. Well, if it were 64 quarts, it wouldn't fit in your fridge. It'd be delicious. It would just be my fridge. Uh, all right, number three. Bell's notes that not all of its beers benefit from aging, noting that key traits like the alcohol t- content higher than 8, 8% and complex flavor profile increase the chances that a beer will age well. Given those traits, which of the following beers does Bell's not recommend that you age? Java Stout, Third Coast Old Ale, or Expedition Stout? Third Coast. That was my answer. So you're both going Third Coast. Yes. Okay. Uh, Java Stout is actually the right answer for that one. Uh, the complex flavor profile is what they talk about on their website as being the reason why you wouldn't necessarily want to do Java Stout because it really just has that one. Destroy the complex flavor profile. Well, basically, it already it, it, Java Stout is kind of one-sided. It's just you get the Java flavor and that's it. Exactly. Whereas with the Third Coast and the Expedition, there are a whole bunch of different flavors going on, and aging it allows those sort of to muddle together. The um, bouquet richens itself. Yes, exactly. Richen is a word. Over time. Speaking of aging, what's the average shelf life of most Bell's beers? Where's the bottle? Five years. Um, average shelf life. Without without aging, let's oh, assume we're not. Aging. Let's assume we're not six aging months. it. Oh, I'm sorry. Three months, six months, nine months, or a year. I was gonna go with nine months. Nine months. Yeah. Six, six months. Is the average uh, shelf life for Bell's beers according to their website? Now, aging it, obviously, uh, you can increase that by quite a bit, a couple years, uh, if you keep it in a... We've seen everything from two years to infinity. It depends on the environment. If you keep it around 50 to 55 degrees uh, in your basement or something like that, uh, or a cellar or something like that, or your basement shower (laughs) where it's cold and dark, uh, (laughs) then, uh, yeah, you can get away with uh, probably a couple years. But uh, if you put it in a fridge, that stops the aging process pretty much cold. (laughs) No. <laughs> yeah, we'll go with me actually having meant to do that. And uh, I'm so that well, it's the same. It. It's the same thing. Like people talk about how wine should be served at room temperature, but room temperature is basically like castle room temperature, right? Which is way colder than the 72 degrees that we're used to. Well, and your really? wine fridge is warmer than your produce fridge or your right. milk fridge, and that's the other reason why I like to have that separate. But basically, like extreme cold slows down everything. So you can have it like you can have it in sub-zero temperatures, and it'll just sit and it won't do anything. 
and heat uh, speeds it up, but it speeds it up so fast that it doesn't do it. You can't like, it's like rapidly something age in the microwave. a wine. Yeah. yeah. Um, so you kind of need to have it at that cooler than our typical room temperature. It just slows down the process. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. Uh, right now. What? Six, you were right. It was six. Yeah, you were right. So as of right now, Shannon has eight and Ian has five. So the last. Oh, he got more. He just got six. Yeah, you know, you're right. You got six. So the last question is worth three (laughs) points. Three points. I just made that up on the fly. Yeah. Last question. Pasteurization is the process of heating a food, which is usually a liquid, to a specific temperature for a predefined length of time, and then immediately cooling it after it's removed from the heat. The process slows spoilage caused by microbial growth in the food. What percentage of Bell's beers are pasteurized? 0, 25, 50, or 100%? 100%. That's not true, because the bottle in front of us says unpasteurized. (laughs) Um... Yeah, I was going to talk to that later, but I will go with 50. Uh, the answer is 0%. Zero. Zero ah! So do all their bottles say unpasteurized? Uh, so oh, their website, I'm quoting, due to the levels of alcohol and acidity, human pathogens do not survive in beer, so pasteurization is unnecessary from a pr- food safety standpoint. You know what? I'm, Are any I beers lied. pasteurized? It's... um. It's not on the bottle, but it's on the case. If you look the outside of the case, it says unfiltered, unpasteurized, and a third phrase. So I don't think, based off of that description, I don't think that any beer would be pasteurized then. So Maybe it's kind like of a, a trick question. Style? I feel like yeah, they just put, put unpasteurized to like make it like another unword. Right. You know. But you still have that alcohol and acidity that goes with it. But maybe the milk is a little less acidic. That could make sense. Now, it says human pathogens, so that's kind of a qualifier. Maybe they're, you know, if your dog Loves drank beer. it. Yeah. Craft beer, particularly, yeah. That wow. sounds like a very expensive habit for a dog. So, at the end, Shannon 8, Ian 6. So, that is a win for Shannon. Oh, yeah. Well done. There's a first time for everything. I mean, I never win, so. <laughs> Jason schooled me. Seriously, though. He knew his stuff. I'm glad there were only five questions. That was a good trivia round. I liked it. Thank you. You're welcome. I wasn't talking to you. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't talking to you either. I was thanking him. Oh, okay. For all of that effort he put in. That was fun. I like that one. Yeah, I like the I like the it's Canada thing. We might need to bring that one back. A little unorthodox way of doing trivia. Yeah. That was fun. Was this a tweet from the Dalai Lama or Taylor Swift? <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that was good. Congratulations. Uh, the prize, I think, should be antlers. Oh, I would, but I could not take away one of your prized possessions. <laughs> well played. Thanks. Can I refill Ian's glass? Yeah, of course. Awesome. So, uh, I'm about to walk away. Whatever they have the guy talk behind my back, you guys have to tell me about. Ready, go. Do we have to tell you about it? No, I'm saying See, but the thing is, you have a wireless mic. So the listeners <laughs> have to tell me about all of the boy talk that you ah, guys have behind You can just mic. listen to the podcast. I do always. <laughs> you could even keep talking. It's but. true, actually. We would hear anything that's going on right now. So, Jason, when are you going to take me gun shooting? Uh, we can do it soon. I, I, I like that. We can do that uh, uh, relatively soon. Yeah, I just have the handgun, so it's not... 
nothing nothing crazy, but I'd, I'd like to do that a lot. It's got some good weight to it too, so you're not going to feel... Have you? How many times have you shot in the past? Uh, just a very small handful. Um, some rifles. Uh, fake handguns, like stage guns. Mm -hmm. Like airsoft guns recoil, or something. They don't have right? No, they do. I mean, they shoot blanks. They're, it's a blank firing gun. I brought How loud is it blank? Do you have to wear all the ear protection and all that? It for depends. That there's, there's different kinds of chargers. There's quarter charge, half charge, and full charge. And a quarter charge is usually enough for like an enclosed, smaller stage area. Um, a full charge is what you would use if you were doing like outdoor reenactment stuff. And a half charge would be like a large auditorium theater. But usually that's when they put a note in the program or something. So. Yeah. Right, because audiences pretty much universally hate that, don't they? Like they want to see the smoke and hear some of the sound, but they don't want to be startled and jump. It's a, well, when I did the murder mystery... Well, it's the same thing as, like, if you fire a gun in a car, it's going to hurt your ears. So if you're firing a full-charge gun well, yeah, you're in a go small deaf if you fire building, in a car. like in a small room, it's way different than, you know, out in a field, like a, you know, like in a war. You know, you have so much more space to eat up that sound. And a lot right. of theaters just are propagates designed instead of right. bouncing for back acoustics. In. So if you're taking right. a place that's meant to reverb... To amplify yeah. your sound. And then to making something very loud happen. Uh, so that's why most often you'll see theaters deal with quarter charges or sound effects, which I think are super cheesy. Yes. Because they always sound like a... Either like a cannon or... Or hollow, like very tingy. Yeah. And, yeah. Well, and it doesn't help, too, when it comes from the back of the auditorium. And well, the, the, it's supposed to happen in front. And when it's off time from when... Yeah. Yeah. That's, oh, pet peeve. And there's no, there's no like, you know, it's bang. You, you know, there's no recoil. There's no muzzle flash. There's nothing. It's, it's like just... Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> but they do it better. Yeah. They do. So not, this they is spend not a, a lot more money on I it. I assure you, but I brought you some more Hop Slam. Or I knew you said you were in a stout mood, and it's morning. I'm going with the stout. So it's the Old World Russian Imperial Stout. It's from Scotland, actually, which is not the kind of... Don't look at me skeptically. Didn't you review that one? I have. Point? Yeah, it's yeah, on the website. That. I keep seeing it, though. We were we were at Total Wine last time I was down or whatever and popped in and I saw it there and she was like, oh, yeah, I've had that. It's good. And it well, and Andy recommended it, which is why I bought it. Um, good I don't old remember. Andy. I want to meet this Andy guy one time. You need to. Unless you're just making him up. If I'm making him up, he gives the best advice ever. <laughs> Let me just tell you. So do most imaginary friends. <laughs> oh, okay, touche. You should totally have one more beer. <laughs> Thanks, Stan. I think I will. <laughs> Who are you talking to? Ah, oh, it's just my buddy Stan. He sent me a text. That explains why there's always a big, like, null area around wherever you're sitting. People <laughs> yeah, have moved space away. Space for Stan. <laughs> the reason Ian always sits at the bar is because there's a seat on either side of him for his invisible friends. I don't have any real friends. It's only amazing because you said, someone I was chatting up at the bar bought me my first off <laughs> It was Stan. <laughs> no, I don't remember the guy's name. He owns a blueberry farm, though I thought that was cool in New Jersey. That's pretty good. Yeah. I mean, if you have to do something in he New Jersey. He used to be a contractor. He used to be a blueberry farmer, and then he became a contractor, and then Doing he became a what? blueberry farmer. He would build, so he reverted like, to a blueberry oh, farmer? Oh, like a, okay. Interesting. He was a blueberry farmer, became a contractor, and then became a blueberry farmer again. Yeah. So in other words, he doesn't, he can't compete with the Amish in terms of throwing up a barn. Uh, I mean, he was building office buildings, and then ah. office buildings tanked because nobody was opening businesses. So Blueberries, it. though. Yeah. <laughs> those meant to last. They are recession-proof. Well, and I was drinking, uh, not that time, the time after I went, though, I had the... Uh, 
blueberry my stout. My blueberry nightmare, which was a sour blueberry stout. It it's really the third good. episode in a row you talked about that, that beer. Really it has left an impression upon you. I would do a sour blueberry stout. That sounds it's good. It's quite tasty. Ian loved Who makes it. it. Max Apparently hated this it. guy from New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, an Italian company. Uh, I forget. I'll look it up later and tell you. Look at this. Italian blueberry stout, Scottish Russian imperial stout. We're just branching out all over the place. Well, also, it's nice that the rest of the world is finally catching up with America and saying, hey, you can mix styles. True. It's not a Scottish, Scottish red. <laughs> Way for you to make that all about America. Hell yeah. Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> what? We're the greatest country in the world. If you were Anthony Bourdain, we'd have a lot more money. <laughs> yeah, right. Do you know what our in a bar instead? We wouldn't have to be holding up these microphone thingies with, with your tie. Yeah, you're working say, so hard to hold up your it's mic. So heavy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how you're restraining well, all that effort. Forward. I know how it's not <laughs> coming across. The floor right now. <laughs> Whatever. Maybe I'll get you an ab rocker for Christmas if, that, if you're. How about like a little mic stand? That'd be better. Thigh master. Oh, he already has chicken legs. Don't make it worse. <laughs> that's how you build it up. We were looking at pictures mm. of the zombie run, and I was like, you don't want this enlarged because that's not flattering. Did you show the pictures of the zombie run to I Ian? I just showed him the ones he was in. I left out the ones that I was alone in. Yeah, so Shannon had this great photo where uh, I was walking, as I did through most of that uh, between bouts of sprinting, because the zombie run... It's all interval running. It yeah, is not it a is three and a half mile or three. It's not a 5K. It's actually sprint, walk, sprint, walk. Duck under things and roll and then swim in, what, 36 degree water or whatever it was. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was frozen uphill both ways. It was cold. So <laughs> it, was, it was. It was terrible. Shockingly cold. Like At the point in which breath. you panicked and you're a natural, like, swim all the time swimmer, that's when I knew <laughs> that it, it was a rope. We didn't know about the rope. The rope was hidden. How did you not see the rope? It, it was, was underwater. underwater. There yeah, were people like, in front of us. There were people on it. And there was rope see, on either end. It's apparently, the first thing I saw. By on it, you meant they were like pushing it down <laughs> into the water. Hide the rope it was only everyone. after <laughs> I was hyperventilating and I'm like, Ian, help me. He just yells, there's a rope. Like, but there is a the rope. <laughs> I, learned, I learned something about Shannon during this, though. Uh, but looking at the photo. Because the look on her face, as everybody else is kind of just walking and looking standard, she has a terrified look on her face. I'm <laughs> not the like I didn't show you the pictures. It was awful. She looks absolutely terrified, and in that mode of, I need to solve this so that we can survive. <laughs> not, like there's not no, like, there's not no. Like, so yeah. I don't lose my last flag. <laughs> right. It, it is like a I am not going to survive this panic. So what I realized was Shannon mentally took that seriously right in her head like the like zombie apocalypse she would probably say no i know this is just a game right but like when when it came down to it, she was but she was trying killed. to survive mentally that had kicked in i figured out that's so, probably why it was so hard on you because i was trying to help humanity succeed and you left me behind that that was hurtful but if Stayed, we both would have died. And then really <laughs> like, I was doing we, right we all died anyway. Yeah. yeah, and we died at the same time. Even. Yeah, we really did. So don't talk about leaving behind. If I left behind, then you did too. All right, guys. So if you want to hear the in depth of the zombie run, go back to October. Um, I think it was right around Halloween. Also, and if we ever hate each other and stop doing this, it's probably because of the zombie run. <laughs> not true. We're just not well, doing not it again me. this year. Let's say that. If you may. I'm not going to do it by myself. It's stupid. No. I'm doing run amok this year. 
That's coming up uh, in June. I don't like getting dirty. I don't either. Let's talk I about hate getting dirty. upcoming events, though. The 23rd of March. DC Beer Fest. And we're all going to be there. We sure are. We're going to the evening session on Saturday. From 6 to 9, and we want you guys to come out and see us. Uh, Cousin Max is even coming. It's going to be a whole dashing rogue reunion. And uh, we have. Is it a reunion? Would that be the term we would well, use? It's the last time that all four of us will be <laughs> together. Are talking like that? <laughs> <laughs> The whole rest of the podcast? Yeah, that'd be great. I'm not going to do that. No, that would be really... Annoying? Yes, yeah. <laughs> not masculine and really annoying. Um, all four of us are going to be there. We're going to have That's some other friends That's how I'm usually described. So. <laughs> wow. I'm never described tall and handsome. I am trying to extend a very polite and welcoming invitation to our listeners to come and hang out. We're trying to give them a good idea of what they'll actually get if they show up. Yeah, please don't think it's going to be a professional experience. I mean, Ian will look dapper. (laughs) How are they going to find us during this? Yeah, tweet at us and uh, go on dashingrogue.com and see our pictures so you know who you're looking for. Just look for the two and a half best dressed people there. Which, Which one's the half? Me. Well, then who are the two? You two. And what's Cousin Max? He's not dressed well ever. <laughs> <laughs> he was going to a funeral the other day, and I saw him in a suit and a nice jacket. And I was like, look at you. And he's like, well, you know, sometimes you have to. <laughs> that's my favorite. So this is the D.C. Beer Fest that's going to be at Nats Park, Nationals Park. Yes. In D.C. It's outside. I thought what it's nice is it's April to, or March 23rd, so it should spring had just hit. It'll be a great... You know, like, comfortable time. What was that skeptical face? I don't know. I, I, every time people talk about how wonderful spring is and how soon it is, I just keep thinking back to, like, some of the most epic blizzards that have happened in Philadelphia. They all happen in April. Well, lucky for you, we're two and a half hours south of Philly, so I'm sure there will be nothing but palm trees and pina coladas. I hope not. It's a beer fest. <laughs> <laughs> but we looked online. Some really great breweries coming out. Allagash? Allagash. Russian River? No. I think so. And uh, is um, Green Flash is coming. Yeah. Um, I dreamt about Hill Farmstead. I would tell you what happened, but it doesn't matter because it was a dream, and so you'll be disappointed no matter what. I'm already disappointed. So compare this to Double Citra. I know it's only been eight months. I like Double Citra better. Well, I imagined you would, or else you would have made a bigger uh, Double Citra is It's just so fruity, but not in like a I'm drinking a fruit beer kind of way. Okay. Tastes like like fresh lemony, like grapefruit goodness with like an awesome hop quantity to it. So you're saying you like it better that way? That it's not that fruit beer. I mean, like it's fruity without being a fruit beer. Yeah, like I, I, it's not a lambic or anything. It's not. I think the fruitiness though comes from the citrus hops. Right. So they just like pack citrus hops in there. I'm guessing. Right. From the name. Uh, and it's just so good. Now this has a lot of the citrus to it, which I like, the Hop Slam. Uh, but it also has, it seems to me, a little more of the sweet factor as well. And I like I like the sour, bitter Blueberry. finish oh. things rather than the sweet. I like this better than the Palette Wrecker. Okay. Um, I might as well. And I'm trying to think of... There was another IPA at the top of my head when I said that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, for not having enjoyed it so much last year, was a little skeptical this year. 
when we came back and shared a bottle, I was thrilled. It was very much, I took one sip and went, ah, okay, well-crafted beer. You know, you can taste that they know what they're doing. Um, it's a little things now at this point, and I know that this is when I know my palate's getting pretentious, but if I take a sip and I don't like the water, I can't get over it. Like, for some reason, it's, why didn't you filter your water, or did you really have to use the city water to make this, or whatever? Well, that's the primary ingredient. It really makes a big difference. And this, I taste the beer. You that's know? The, same, the same is true with, with bread. Bread, you know, coffee. Like you go to some cities yeah. and you have bread and they're like, yeah, we made it with the water. And it's like, well, no wonder it's awful. <laughs> uh, and that's why Philadelphia is known for having just like really delicious bread. There's a lot because of the water that's around. I'm not you saying the scoop was clean or anything like that, but we treat our water very well there. Same is true for New York from what I heard. Mm -hmm. like, that's what New York bagels. Like, yeah. You can't get anything like them anywhere else because it's the water that goes into them. Bread in the UK is amazing. That's because of the sugar. There's no sugar in it. Yeah, so good. Never thought I would be enamored with bread until I went to the UK. Well, real bread, there's nothing like it. Like no. everything you get in a supermarket doesn't Terrible. come close. Yeah. I've, I have upset many a soccer mom because I just park my cart and look at the labels of a dozen different loaves of bread looking for the most real thing I can find. Yeah. And they'll just, you know, grab their Wonder Bread and keep walking. <laughs> and it's like, well, if all I wanted was sugar and you know, enriched flour, that would be easy, but... I don't even like... I've never liked white bread, and that's probably because I never grew up having it. Um, my mother was a nurse, so nutrition has always been something that's... It wasn't, like, ground into us, but, like, we never had Doritos or cookies or anything like that in our house. Um, <laughs> don't look in our cabinet right now. <laughs> <laughs> we have the now Super we did Bowl. have, you know, she'd, she'd make homemade chocolate chip cookies every now and again from, like, Toll House chips and stuff, and that was always good. It's not like we didn't have any sweets. It was just we didn't have those like pre-manufactured, pre processed, you know, who knows what's in them kind of. Oreos are so good though. Yeah, Jason neither. They're okay. So good. I would say and if good you for take you. your childhood eating experience, stand it on its head, then you get Jason's childhood eating experience. I don't know about that. How so? Put yourself at the age of eight, open your refrigerator, and what's in there? Milk. <laughs> Hot <laughs> banana peppers. And deli meats. Sauce. All Oscar Mayer. Bologna. That's pretty much it. That was like a great... Like, I felt like you really transported. <laughs> <laughs> I mean it. I, I, no, I was there. It wasn't hard. There was like some nostalgia, some sadness, some joy. <laughs> We never had a lot of food in the house growing up. We never had a lot of food growing up. That's true. But we did not... I mean, our idea was of a snack was those little dried um, Chinese noodles. And then we take a bunch of soy sauce and douse them in the soy sauce and eat so those. Like not the ramen. Okay. Not the ramen noodles. Right. But they have the little things that a lot of times they put into hot and sour soup and all that. Yeah, they would drop okay. into that. Yeah. Something like that. Only Crunchy, the small like round ones. Yes. Not the big thick ones, but the little round ones. They're also the things they give you. Yeah. Now I gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Tasty. That was our idea of like an exciting snack growing up. Very salty. But we also loved Asian food, so that was yeah. I got a call from. My so wait, no, I, I did mine. I feel I feel vulnerable right now. What What was your fridge like when you would open it up? Uh I mean, we always we actually had lactate when I was eight because I. Apparently had a milk allergy when I was younger. Ditto. Thank God I kicked that. 
Now I can eat cheese and stuff. Um, whole milk while growing up, which changed to 2% and then non-fat. And it's still non-fat. And that was like when I was in high school and I was like, screw this noise. Get me some real milk. This tastes like gross water. Um, we also had deli meats. Usually not Oscar Mayer, though. Uh, boar's was, head. Yep. Oh, my gosh. I don't think we had boar's head all the places we were living. It's expensive. It's fantastic. Is it out in Illinois? Do they have it's it It's way Illinois? better than most other deli meats. I mean, when their slogan is compromise elsewhere, they're admitting that it's going to cost you some money. Right. But it is quite tasty, and I'm not saying that just because I was their spokesman once. Always fresh squeezed orange juice, or at least real orange Did juice. Did you have a juicer? No, or? no, no. Okay. We did have one of those. Oh, man, I love doing that. Juicing oranges. Like doing the little, back when they had the it's, little it's, white thing and you yeah. pushed the we orange on have, it. We have this, uh, it's a machine. It's a, a juicer machine, I guess, but from like probably the 50s. Uh, so it's got a little divot where you put the glass and it's got a lever that you turn and it cranks up this top. And under that is like the bottom of the, the white thing that you would spin it on. So you just put the, the orange half on there and then you pull the crank and it just crunches it down and all the orange goes into the glass underneath. It's back when eating was a workout, like turning your own ice cream. Yeah. Every, well, that's why everyone was much more fit then. They might have been eating butter, but they churned it first. <laughs> right. <laughs> See, I feel like we've lost some of the fun food things that you have as a kid. With all the technical, I think they're coming technological back, stuff. Yeah, are they so starting to do like, that? It's like that whole like hipster classic yeah, movement I guess that and makes stuff. Sense. It's like, what's old is always new again. And right now we're going through the, you know, it's all locally raised, grown, slaughtered, cooked whatever um and people are going like hey you know why don't i just churn my own butter i can do that it's way cheaper than well and nowadays with technology you can probably do that in you know half the time that's what i mean like you're losing some of the fun of juicing your own orange and squeezing it on there and getting all the or pomegranate well fun is all relative it's like the whole tom sawyer thing that's true it's you know if you can convince people that it's fun i'm sure nobody Nobody churning butter back in the day was like, oh, this is this is great. I just wish I could do this for three more. Oh, good, I can do it for three more hours. That's, that's awesome. Um, I guess that's true. There weren't Xboxes back then. Right. There weren't other things. To distract So much them. more media. And, and once stuff. the sun went down, what were you going to do anyway? And most of the stuff now is, it's not active stuff. Like Xbox, as fun as it is, you're not actually doing anything. Like the thumbs are getting more work out than anything else. Um, and so... That- so our idea of fun has less and less to do with actual movement. Everything's very sedentary. We work at computers, we sit, we, you know, we play video games, we watch movies. Yeah. Netflix. So we don't even have to change the DVD out of the thing. Fun. So let me, let me, this is completely semi on the topic that we're talking about now, but not beer at all. Um, this is something that came up at work and it was a debate that I ended up getting into. I never had cable growing up until uh, I left for college and had I got cable, cable at for school. The first time myself when I got my own apartment. Yeah. Just a couple years ago. So we never had that, but didn't when cable first came out, wasn't one of the big draws that there were no commercials no. on most of the channels? No. I thought that was a big I draw. There was more selection. Yes. I better that, quality. Well, that would make sense. I thought a lot. Of, I thought the draw. You're paying to get rid of commercials. Well. I thought that was, when it first came out, I thought that was a big draw of cable. Well, was we got ca- we commercialless. Got, this was a big deal. TV. This was one of those where my mom said, this is your birthday present, your Christmas present, and, you know, your sweet 16 present all at once, even though I was five. But um, 
she drove me, I remember this, and I know this is small town America again, you guys love to make fun of this, but she drove me to Ephrata so we could go to Blue Ridge Cable so we could sign up for the Disney Channel package. And I got, you know, a Disney eraser and something to hold my pencils, and that was my subscriber bonus. Um, Disney Channel had no commercials. If you paid for HBO and, you know, Cinemax, they had no commercials, but the average, you know, TBS, Well, there's TNT, basic cable, and then there's, like, yes. premium cable. So I don't think... Premium cable still doesn't really have commercials. Movie HBO channels doesn't have commercials. Have commercials. Or they're you know, just Showtime their own. doesn't have commercials. Yes. But no, it's always as far as I'm aware. You have to think about, still, technically, network TV is, what, six or eight channels? I mean, it's not... Yeah. ABC, NBC. Fox. TBS. Yeah. But basically, I remember on RTV, it WB. was everything. CW now, I It was guess everything so. under the, um, between 2 and 20 was. Growing up for me, it was 3, 6, 10, 12, 29, 57, 17. Yeah. I could never figure out why Channel 8 was the channel we always needed to go to for everything, because that was NBC, but it was actually Channel 13 on our TV. It's like, if it's Channel 8, why are you Channel 13? Sorry. Do we get that wrong? No, no. I just, I was convinced of that. Now, I never had it, so maybe it's just that... I never had it either, so... Maybe I, folks were saying... I could also be wrong. Maybe folks were just saying, oh, it's so neat, but anyway. I would like to state that we now have something like 800 channels to make up for all of the years you didn't have cable. That's true, but 200 of them are music channels. Yeah, and probably 200 of them are ones you'd never watch anyhow. My rebuttal, a different language? My rebuttal is uh, Pandora. <laughs> I'll get all the music I want whenever I want it and music as I so want that's it. that's one of the things okay and I am going on a rant that uh, makes no sense when you go and you listen to the 90s station on uh, on cable it amazes me that approximately 85% of the songs are pre-1995 everything from 96 to 99 like you just you'll never see it. It's it was like a music 85. black hole then. Uh, apparently, so all of the so uh, all of my high school years just didn't exist. But that's right. the music that you would want to listen to the '90s station for. Exactly. Yes. Give me I an don't example. Get it. I can't do that. Oh, I mean, because it's I, like love ballad, not love ballads, but I you know the rock love ballads that came out in the early '90s. Waterfalls. Was oh, waterfall! Wow. wow. Wasn't that, uh, was, I'm, I'm, was see, thinking. okay, here's my thought process. I went back to what was Weird Al covering <laughs> around that yeah. time, and Amish then that Paradise. was probably what was popular, yeah. Yeah, right, Amish Paradise. Um, he is a good parodier benchmark of what was going on at the time. Oh, yeah. I remember a lot of Boys to Men. That was middle school for me. There was, there was an Aerosmith song. How to refer to Spice that. Girls, we were just talking about we Spice, talking or about Spice we, Girls. We had a Aerosmith, question about Spice Girls. I don't want to that was maybe 96? No, something in a refrigerator. But it was probably... Oh, no. Not Aerosmith. You'll appreciate this. I uh, didn't listen to country then. <coughs> Actually, I listened to oldies. So basically that came to you later? Yes. And you're still yeah. admitting to this? I listened to oldies until I was a freshman in high school, and then my best friend was like, um, you're 15 years old. No 15-year-old listens to stuff from the 60s. Let's." I do all the time. <laughs> I mean, you're not, not 15, 15 years old, Ian. But when I was... I will say that I've gotten a lot of my, my music input from Starbucks uh, in a lot of ways, but I love all the 
'60s music that they throw out. It's not, like it makes my workday so much better when you hear like you know heard it on the grapevine and shit. Sure. <laughs> um, See, I, the only way I do that is through Fallout. Fallout plays all the is, old. Well, that's like the '50s more. That's more '50s stuff, yeah, but it's old. I don't want to set the world he will not do one episode. And now we don't need to put that, uh, yeah. now we don't need to put the song in for people to listen to. Or you can still, because it's actually kind of fun. He is <laughs> determined to make us pay for royalties one of these weeks. He always <laughs> sings or says something. Uh, we have to figure out what the actual what I don't royalties know. are for. Yeah, how much royalties would you have to pay for something that came out in the 50s? Depends on the estate and how well they're keeping that up. Michael Jackson's estate, pretty significant. Okay, well, that was for commentary purposes, so yeah, it's not like it doesn't I, count. It's not like I did the whole song. What is the rule on that? No, <laughs> not for podcasts necessarily, but for overall, there's a certain point in which you start to have to pay for it. Someone wrote Happy Birthday, and they're supposed to get royalties. Could we rewrite Happy Birthday so that we can reinvent this wheel? It's a, it's a song that's always going to be needed. and I. But you're not going to reinvent it to... Why would somebody embrace your other paid version? Because theirs is terrible. You can make a Valentine's Day song. Well, the, it, when you go into an audition and if you don't know any songs or something like that, they say, we'll sing Happy Birthday, right? Right. That's happened to me a couple times. Yeah. Because it's something everybody knows. It's not like, oh, well, then sing the Star Spangled Banner. Because if you're not a good singer, everyone's going to be uncomfortable. And if you don't know the Star Spangled Banner, then you're not patriotic. And if you're not patriotic, then you don't deserve to get a role. I'm pretty sure or work, or my mom job, could narrow it down our national anthem to say three songs, but I don't know that she could pick which one it is. Well, that was the thing with the Super Bowl this year. I'm pretty sure that people did not know uh, which, uh, not uh, a bunch of people did not know when the actual Star Spangled Banner was sung. Because it was, uh, what, what's the, oh, beautiful for spacious yeah. skies. Yeah. Was sung before that by a choir of children, right. and I think a lot of people probably confused that. With, they're like, "Oh, cool, let's play ball." What? Because they're kind of similar. The imagery is somewhat similar in the sure. two songs, but you know, yeah. for spacious skies, amber waves of grain, rockets red glare, all the same thing. Yep. <laughs> so, Ian, what did you think of the Russian stout? It's nice. Not my favorite Russian stout, but I would definitely drink it again. Um. That's okay. What is your favorite Russian stout? I was going to say, for as many as he's probably had in his life, I wouldn't want to always try to pick your favorite, because if I had to keep I mean, Old Rasputin bar. is phenomenal. The uh, the Courage one was pretty good. Uh, Who makes the Courage one? That's the, the original recipe that we had. Mm. Small bottles with the chicken on it. Yes, okay. Or a rooster, I suppose. Because it's Courage. <laughs> pretty sure a rooster is the global sign for courage i thought it was the cowardly lion from wizard of oz pretty sure the cowardly lion is not the global sign for he courage. sings a song about courage <laughs> and at the end he gets it well, yeah but it has to be given to him right no that's I true th- i think he's had it's a, a gift that he already had deep within himself the whole time i think that's a really great metaphor for a lot of people that you don't know that you have courage until you're i but i'm presented and told that you have it maybe i was taking it a little too far but i wasn't thinking just courage i was just thinking in general people have some great qualities that are deep down inside them that until they need to call upon them they're not sure are there hmm. did i just get too philosophical yes have another beer it'll all make sense in <laughs> i just may ding ding i'm gonna try the stout i think i mean i've had it before but i haven't had it in a while and I like Hop Slam, but I am subscribing to Jason's one Hop Slam at a time rule because 
A, we're going to have to wait till next February before we get some more. Don't wait that long to drink the last ones, though. Yeah. No, they did not. <laughs> that was well. actually, so originally in the trivia, I was going to put Hop Slam in there, um, but uh, they said that um, IPAs tend not to fare well when Rich, you're trying to age them. explain to me this whole Dogfish 120 can age forever kind of thought. So I went to Dogfish's website because of that, and I was doing some research. Um, on that, well, I, yeah, I've been doing overnight shifts, so I have a lot no, of he free. <laughs> I have a lot of uh, free time on the nights that I have off because nobody's up at that time of day. It's really difficult to do anything that's not like sitting around. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Or playing, yeah, video games or uh, catching up on up TV. He was getting up in the morning and jumping rope to try to stay awake. It was a little shocking. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what is this whipping noise that I hear? Um, but. Uh, yeah, so 120 minute is an exception to the rule, and I think the reason for that is the extremely high alcohol content mm-hmm. um, of 120 minute, which is what 18 percent at when it's bottled, give or take something like that, depending on the year and whatnot. But right, and then over time it will increase. Uh, the bottles sugars. don't even say; they just say it ages extremely well. Yes, when we went to Dogfish Ale House and ordered the 120 on the last visit it was 18 percent is what was listed on the chalkboard so at least that batch was well and that's the thing it's you know when it first goes out that's what it is but then it, if it sits in a bottle for a month yes. all of a sudden you're up to you know 18 and a half 19 percent and two months later more well, than we're that. gonna say seven years later <laughs> see i've heard varying arguments about that i've heard that alcohol can't go up why not? The it doesn't wine. Is what it is. I thought. Uh, I thought with that one because of the sugars, they end up breaking down somehow or something. It wouldn't like that surprise me though, because remember how sweet it was. That was my biggest gripe with it. We actually did two. Um, on that podcast, we did Ian's birthday 120, but there were three of us and only two bottles of 120, and the two those aren't even. Well, they are what no, they're 12, 12 ounces. ounces. Yeah. yeah. So after that, we had dogfish. How many quarts is that? <laughs> According to Ian, smash <laughs> your face in. Not enough. More beer. Um, I was being hopeful. We followed that. Up. He's like, oh, it's a much better deal if it's only $20 for a crawler, but I got seven. I got a keg. <laughs> um, we followed it up with the dogfish 75 minutes. And it turned out that we all liked that better than the 120 minutes. It was just a better created IPA. Oh, yeah. I think a lot of people get excited for the 120 minute because of the extremely high alcohol content. Right. And because it's hard to get and because right. it's expensive. And it's like Pliny. Yeah. You know, for the longest time, that was the elusive beer. And, you know, now thanks to social media, when stuff is on tap, you're going to get tweets about it or people are going to put on their Facebook page, you know, we're tapping it at seven, get over here. Um, but then the first time I had it, I was like, oh, okay, what was that all about? So I've not really kept up on the whole Russian River Pliny situation, but I've heard from folks that said uh, Pliny the Elder is no longer the beer to have. It's the younger yeah, that is Pliny now. The younger yeah. now. It yes. has surpassed the elder. Yes. <laughs> Which is funny, isn't it? It seems oh, so. Oh, the student has become the master. <laughs> it's like we need, to make, we need to make our own brewery and have one called Yoda, and then <laughs> we would like to surpass it. And then the better beer called Luke, Luke Skywalker. Skywalker. And then George Lucas shows up knocking at the door. <laughs> what if we spell it like... Pretty soon it's going to be J.J. Abrams. Luke Skywalker Sweet. with like a Q-U and... <laughs> or like a walk. Like a yes, walkers. <laughs> W-O-K. That could be so much fun. Could be some Asian-inspired <laughs> beer. 
It's not a bad idea. It could just be the Skywalker. Have you ever had um, rice ale? No. I think the folks that make the Yeti mm-hmm. make a rice ale that when I first got into craft beer, it was in the summer, and I bought a mixed bag from them, and I really liked it. It was light. Obviously, rice doesn't really have a lot of color to, to draw well, we from. We should do a Hitachino one week. We oh, should, what, uh, what, what, what? Hitachino. It's a Japanese beer. Uh, they're lighter in style. There's a lot of ginger and stuff like that in them. They're really good, though. Sounds up your alley. Mm-hmm. Jason likes ginger. It can be our podcast beer sometime. Well, guys, we are almost at 250 likes on our Facebook page. So Ooh. if you haven't yet hopped on there, please do. We are at ha. Facebook. <laughs> We're all I'm about slam. the puns today. Yeah. <laughs> and without Cousin Max, he's going to be so sad. He's he'll, usually... he'll have already thought of 20 more that we missed. <laughs> That's true. We're going to get notes from him when we get, when he listens to it. Scolding teacher. <laughs> Uh, ha, now I just said hopslam.com. Good grief. Uh, Facebook.com slash Dashing Rogue if you would like to like us. We would love for you to do so. Um, and on there, always uh, on Tuesdays when the podcast hits, you'll get the updates as well as fun pictures, where we're drinking, and anything else that's going on. And email us soon. We are booked up now almost through May for our beer pairing dinners. So it's getting kind of crazy. Um, if you want to sneak us in before Mother's Day or something, now's the time to... Oh, uh, before Mother's Day. Ooh, if your mama's a beer lover, give us a ring. Always at dashingrogue.com. And uh, Ian is now um, an untapped king, I'm going to say. You're, you're earning badges left I'm and doing, right. I'm doing well. Uh, and you can track his uh, accomplishments uh, on like Twitter. I feel like will have to slow down at some point. I was new to it. And everyone was like, oh, you're the newbie, but already I've unlocked like 30 badges. It's like, you go everywhere to drink beer. You drink all kinds of beer. You drank this beer? And I was like, yes, I do. And don't forget to rate us on iTunes. Yes, please. Those definitely uh, help with the visibility. The higher rated things end up higher in the search. So if you do a a search for beer under podcasts, uh, the things that are rated the most end up at the front. So putting in those five-star ratings really helps. And in order to keep your five-star ratings, we would love to hear your feedback, your questions, and your stories so that we know that we are talking about the things that you enjoy. I mean, after weeks of ranting about cards, flowers, gun control, I mean, what more could you (laughs) want from us? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe some beer on next week's podcast. Nah. Uh, So I'm on Twitter, at Beer Mistress. Dashing underscore rogue. And Jason is the silent partner who just makes curiously all the technology work. Curiously absent from the <laughs> Twitter sphere. At curiously absent. No, I, that's not. Yeah, that's not actually my name. Uh, but I actually kind of like it. So if that's not already taken, don't take it. Curiously absent. He's like dibs. Totally dibs. <laughs> I bet it might be there. It's an interesting. Uh, I like it. Yeah. I might do that. Really? Because I'm gonna go on and look for Luke Skywalker. I want to see if that one's taken. Please yet. do. All right, guys, until next week, thank you so much for joining us. Go online, dcbeerfestival.com. Buy your tickets for the 23rd, the 6 to 9 Oorah. slot so you can come out and hang and drink with us. We would Hey-o. love to meet you. Uh, this is Shannon, your beer mistress. The professor. And I'm Jason. Thanks so much for joining us. <laughs>